Hello, I'm Gilbert Clark. I'm the executive director of and chairman of Meridian Mining. We are a Brazilian copper, gold, silver resource development company in Brazil. We own, we will own the 100% of the Cabasol VMS camp. We have a, a what we think is an emerging world-class uh, asset that we're now going through the process of confirming. It is world-class. There's no debate. <laughs> but, but I thought we'd catch up. Hey, look, you're, you're in London. I normally yep. speak to you. You're down in sunny France. So yep. you're over here for Mines and Money. How's it going yes. over there? No, it's been quite good. We've, um, I've been uh, at drinks and so forth the last couple of days, and I've had a, an enormous amount of people come up to me and say, oh, Wow, you know, how are you going? I'm a shareholder. So, yeah. okay, I don't know you, but thanks. Yeah, <laughs> stay, yeah. Please stay. I'm That's fine. And, and, and in terms of the types of people who are showing up, because we've always had mm. this Omicron thing, yeah. uh, you know, the last few days, is the attendance as good? Investors are actually showing, industry is showing. Yeah, no, we, we've seen some of the European guys, have, you yeah. know, the government's saying, ooh, careful, careful. But yeah. uh, the Canadians are here, the Australians are here. Okay. Uh, there's been a good contingent of people flying in over Sunday, Monday. Uh, no, it's actually quite good down on the floor. We've had Brilliant. a lot of people come up to us. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, no, I think I think we need to kind of get, we need to all get back to it you know, as safely mm. as we possibly can. But you know, deals get done face to face, especially this one as an industry uh, conference. Absolutely, you know, typically. Absolutely. Um, you've also got a big shiny rock in front of you. Yes, yes. And I, I think. <laughs> Let's just hold that up. Uh, let's just hold that up because then we're going to have a chat we'll about it. We'll put this on the Twitter afterwards. Um, yeah, there's the camera. Over there. What this is, is this is actually from Jilson. He was the chief geologist and it was a sample. It was a sample of the Cabasol. This is what the uh, BP were mining back in 1987 to 91. And it goes uh, 111 grams ton gold and 5% copper. Um, this high grade gold structure that overprints uh, the Cabasol VMS fixings. We've kind of defined this now over two kilometres. And this, what we announced uh, actually this week, was richer. So the continuation of the mineralisation extends out of the mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're now just going through a process of drilling it out. It's, and it's open. It's right. actually really exciting for everyone. And you've raised a bit of money recently as well. Yes, yes, we did a good raising. Um, we, we've actually gone through that stage where, you know, typical junior company raising, Seven, seven and a half cents full warrant. And then the next raising was at 20 cents with a half warrant. And this one was a marketed deal. We had a lead order at, uh, I think it was 70 cents. And we opened it on Tuesday morning, pre-opening, announced it to the market, and we closed it on the Wednesday morning, pre-opening. So, done. So how much was it? What's the total content? Uh, we raised in total 10.4 million. Okay. So- no warrant, no broker warrants, fees to the banks. We had great support from uh, Beacon, who, who, who led that for us, PI, Cormac, and of course, you know, my, my bank is CIBC. Fantastic. So, okay. So a lot of interest, which was interesting because precious metals have not done well this year. There have been a few, there have been a few raises here and there, but I say that the, the, the structures are a little bit mm. rich in places. Um, you found it easy. So I'm assuming a lot more institutional or is it still a uh, we had wedge a, We had actually had a, a good wedge of institutions come through right. and some high net worths. The board all wrote checks as we always do. We always, yeah. we, you know, we, we actually bought our equity. We don't have that one cent seed sweat equity. We bought our equity. Okay. And it, I think what reflects in that raising, I got a check, but I think we've had six continuous quarters of market cap growth mm-hmm. and share price growth. Which I don't think any other junior has done. We're, we're very, no, it's a special situation. Okay? Yeah. It's not a, a one trick pony. This is something very large, at surface, high grade. And it's what the, you know, the mid tiers, what the mid tiers and some of the majors commenced with. They commenced with these very large assets, very low cost, very high grade 
just standard bread and butter commodities. Right. So g- g- again, for people new to this story, g- sure. g- give us the kind of you know, w- one minute overview of what, what you've bought into, what you think you've got okay. and what you've done this year. Because I think what you started off thinking you had mm. has turned into something else. A lot bigger, actually. A little bit bigger, <laughs> so yeah. what we had is a, 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 a geological asset that had been hidden in the archives of, of a major, Rio Tinto. And then they sold it and went into an underfunded um, Brazilian company and they sort of scratched the surfaces. And then we acquired it. And at the start of the year, we had a, a zone of about 500 metres in strike. And that was the Cabasal mine. We knew there was good mineralisation there. And we've tripled that. So now, well, actually more than triple, four times that we're up to 2,000 metres. So we've sort of, bang, fourth. And that's just one of our assets. Mm-hmm. And through the going through the historical exploration diet, the drilling, the geophysics, the soils. We've now, no, I think we've got about seven hydrothermal centers. This is the typical where VMS mineralization occurs. And like we announced one just, I think, uh, two weeks ago, uh, C2A target, there's two VMS sequences there. I think the cumulative metrage on those is about three, 2.7 kilometers of additional mineralization at surface. So we've all become accustomed to these, you know, underground mines that need to be great and then high grade, very high grades high capex, high opex. And why we've become focused on that, this is our generation of investors, is because in the 1980s, 1990s, all that shallow, low opex, low capex, open pit dirt got exhausted. Mm-hmm. And here we have this entire belt. It's quite a big belt. Mm-hmm. And all, the, all, the, all of the low cap stuff still there. It's fantastic. It, 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 it is. So I'm intrigued about how you go about unlocking that next year. You've raised 10 million bucks, which... Mm. Okay, compared to where you're at, that, that's a good chunk of change. It allows you to move things forward, and then you'll go and raise raise some more money. Uh, how do you expedite things? How do you keep hitting numbers like oh, this? Yeah. How do you get cheaper money into the system? Because if you're talking about a district, you either need to come out of that hard and fast, or someone else is going to come in and help you out with their balance sheets. How are you going to approach uh, well, it? What's interesting about... like. The last couple of months, we've been pumping out 49 meters, 4%, 2%, or 4 grams, 2 grams, whatever, 10 yeah. grams, gold plus copper. And that's just one of the veins. Okay. We've just followed one. And we know that there's about 150 meters of cross strike with the BP guys. We're mining these veins. So we're just going to keep infilling, proving up more and more resources. Mm-hmm. Where are you at now? How much? Resources. Yeah. We've got an historical resource of about 20 million tonnes at about 0.6 copper, 0.6 gold. Right. Um, but that's an historical figure. And how they actually calculated that was just so inferior. It was such an undercore. Right. And we're actually we're going to... It's also a very different project oh, with, can, with those grades. Yeah, no, no. That, they, they were envisaging a, a very small open pit. And what we're envisaging is a quite a large open pit, and a, we, in our scoping study, we're targeting a 2.5 million ton per annum mill. It's a big mill. It's a big mine. That that is. So, how do you take? How much of that historic can you use? Uh, to, to, because you know people want you to put out a resource. They, that's how people measure you, mm-hmm. right? And how quickly you uh, do that is down to you. But again, you need to put a stake in the sand at some point. So wh- what are you working towards? We're working towards second quarter next year to get our first resource. Okay. But one of our great problems is is you don't, with junior companies, make this consecutive mistake. Always do it. Let's get out it, rush it out. Yeah. And they haven't closed off their mineralization. So we're two kilometers. Well, you could argue Aussies don't have that problem. They're, they're fine with that. No, you've got to, yeah, but then if you, how do you get your financing? How do you get your, your institutional investors to say, what's your quantum? What have you got? Well, okay. at the moment, I've got 
what is it, two kilometres by probably average thickness, 60, 60 metres by maybe 200 metres across straight. It's a lot of dirt. So we yeah. have to continue to drill that out. Okay, but the, you, you could be drilling for 10 years. So you, yeah. you've got a historic resource, right? Absolutely. So you say, right, that on, on the basis of that, we could utilize some, all of that and put something out. But the grades are so different from the stuff you're talking about now. So how do you go from that to something in the first half of next year, which gives Actually, people yes. a sense of what you're about? Yeah, that, that's a lot of the things we've been telegraphing to the market. So we're going mm -hmm. to go into that resource. We'll Pretty soon we'll close it off then anyway. Mm -hmm. we're, at, we're seeing that we're going out of the copper system into the zinc system. So we know we're getting to the edge, especially in the northwest. Mm -hmm. We know we're going to the, the and that might be another three, 400 metres. We don't know yet. But what we'll do is we'll calculate that resource. We started the scoping study uh, last quarter. And the reason we did start that scoping study is that would give us the guidelines to then launch into the PA, PEA straight after. Right. So it comes third quarter next year, PA bank. And it's largely going to be done already. So that our timeframes are completely different to a junior company, a typical junior company, because yeah. I've got so much upside, so much defined upside that I can project when to engage uh, so that's, that's the bit that excites, it excites mm. me and scares me in equal measure, right? Okay, so when people talk about accelerating processes, I get a little bit nervous. Oh. And I want to know the basis in which they, they can do that without having to cut corners, without having to oh, yeah. obfuscate, you know? So mm. what's your process? Well. We're dealing with data based from production. Okay. So we don't have that risk. Because if you accelerate, you're taking a risk. You don't know what you're going to have. We know what our metallurgy is going to be. We know what our environmental criteria is going to be. We've actually just launched our EIA. To, and when, we, when that's completed, that's going to be a banker for feasibility study. So we know we're going to need that. Okay. And uh, landowners, uh, our ESCG, We've got our permits, our access agreements. We've been doing this for years. And one of the things you might touch on there is what I call execution risk. How are you going to do it? What's, is your team capable of doing it? Did you just bring the team together? No, this team's been together for years. So I don't have execution risk. That's why when I restructured the company, to make sure I could deploy capital professionally without risk, I kept my senior manager guys all together. I mean, it was, it's all about managing risk. Yeah, we, we talked about the previous yeah. thing. People, we'll, we'll put links below to the previous interviews sure, because yeah. I think it's a great, great team. Yeah. I want to focus on the asset, though, because I, mm. I believe the team can deliver. The, yeah. the track records you know, you know, are, are, are good. With, with this whole thing about 2022 looks like a resource coming out, can you deliver a PEA in accelerated time frame, a end of 2022, or are we looking beyond? No, we'll get the PEA out before the end of 2022. Yeah, because well, okay. a lot of the macro... Uh, like the flow flow sheet yeah. equipment, we're actually addressing that now within our scoping study. Yeah. So we know what we're going to need, and then the groups that we're actually working with, which we, we're kind of quite, we'll probably go into early contractor involvement in second quarter. Yeah. There's a couple of groups they'll tender, and these are the groups that actually recently built projects in mind. So we'll, they already know what their cost profile is going to be. We're not dealing with any new technologies. It's just um, Nelson cyclones and flotation cells. There's no rocket science. Right, okay, so all simple stuff, roughly low, low OPEX. Um, but you've got a resource, yep. let's say first half, let's say first half and a, P and a PEA on one of your yeah. projects, one. You're talking mm. about district here and lots of optionality. Absolutely. And, and, and you're going to be exploring some of those other uh, tar targets sure. and assets as well. Um, do you then park up asset number one Get a, get a couple of these lined up, or you do you accelerate into because you've got a team that can build mines. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's quite good. Yeah. No, what you've got to look at then is the overall option agreement. 
Because okay. in that option agreement, which gives us 100% ownership, yeah. we've got to focus and build that mine, that one capital number one priority. So that's the number got one it. priority. Okay. So I've got all that upside and I'm allowing capital to be deployed there, but my focus is on that fulfilling that option agreement. So you don't have to do that little dance of trying to make yourself look a little bit sexier and exciting because you need someone to come in with a balance sheet or take no. over or buy you or an option. You're getting into production, mm. which will capitalise the, 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 the company to be able to do the district-wide... Later exploitation and value creation. Integration. That's the big idea. Absolutely. And we, I mean, we're starting off with a scoping study of 2.5 million tonnes yep. per annum mill. We've got another open pit, another open pit, three kilometres to the northwest, potentially, okay. one to the southeast. So then you can say, okay, we can upscale the mill to maybe three, three yeah. and a half. It's a big... Well, actually, one of the interesting things that some people wouldn't have addressed when it came out of the scoping study mm. is how we're going to manage tailings. Mm. So typically, it's always the wet tailings. In Brazil, yeah. Not going to happen. One Why? reason, well, basically it comes down to permitting and economics. Because we're so flat, yeah. the terrain, the civil works to do the tailings down is going to be, I mean, you know, probably north of 30 million US. But we're not going to do that. We're going to go to dry stack tailings and then incorporate that into the, into the waste dumps. Okay. Uh, and that's been done there in the in the region before. Oh, uh, I don't know. A little bit wet. I don't know if it's been done in Brazil before, but dry stack tailings are. Uh, if you're in Brazil and you've got a new project, forget about doing a wet tailings dam. It's not going to happen. No, absolutely. And, not. and we by doing this, it incorporates that. Um, your your we'll have like a sulfide. If we have a sulfide uh, tailings waste concentrate, we'll put that in there, so that's yeah. a, a mitigated. No, it's, this is the way forward. It's essentially for Brazil. They're not, you know, these high terrain dams that collapse. You know, they're topographics. It's terrible. We don't. Our problem in Cabasal is it's largely flat. So it's like to build a tailings dam for say a ten-year mine, which is what we use just to scope it. Ours is going to go for decades. It was thirty million. I think it was approximately thirty million US. So we drop our capex yeah. by say twenty five million. Our opex might go up by you know, sub sub a dollar. Right. Okay. And the trade off is is the speed of the permitting. Well, well, let's let's talk a little bit about Brazil. We had a Brazil panel on oh. er, er, earlier in the week. It was up in the top shelf, but you know, it seems Brazil has come in and out of fashion yeah. a little bit. You know, we we not so long ago talking about you know the BRIC countries taking over the world, and then. Things happened. Um, so it's back in fashion again. Yeah, look, Brazil, I was just recently down there. It is booming in the countryside. Yeah. The, um, and what we're seeing, what I think is really interesting for just any investor, is largely Peru and Chile uh, one-trick pony economies. Mm -hmm. And the, some of the governments like to just suck out that cash for their programs. Brazil's a diversified economy. Okay, manufacturing, industry, mining, um, energy financial services so they've got such a broad um, economic base but they got hammered like all countries did with COVID their economy but it's rebounded and, and mining is a key key industry in brazil okay so if there's no execution risk we know the asset's good because we've seen some great yeah. numbers coming out of it you've got all that historic data with a massive re historic resource uh and some of the numbers you're yet to announce you you, you feel will be very encouraging. Oh, I can't no. remember the phrase you used at the beginning <laughs> of this conversation, but you're excited. Um, what are the the issues? What are the long poles in the tent which you guys are permitting? I guess you just mm. said it was one in terms of the length, of, not a case of um, when, it's a case of, not a case of if, it's a case of when. Mm. What else is there? One of our concerns is always is it's, it's the... Uh, as all countries are going through this, it's the um, energy uh, transition risk. 
Right. Okay. You have to, if you're going to address uh, institutional investors to grow your equities, which we are doing, you have to demonstrate that we've got a very low ETR. Um, and that means there's two options for us there. We've got, I think, three hydroelectric dams right. within 30 kilometers. Okay. So we've got sustainable, clean grid. Um, there's option- is, that, is, that, is that all year round? Yeah, no, that's quite good there. They, low, they have some fluctuation. It's a very right. dry summer. Yeah. Um, but generally, Brazil is, is always energy positive. Okay. Um, we've also got the option of looking at Runner River, which I, I really like Runner River. Uh, that's an energy risk. We have to identify that. Um, human cost? Resource- What's the cost? Uh, look, for Runner River, I think you'd probably get away with somewhere between four to five million US dollars per megawatt hour. Okay. So the ca- payback on that's quite, it's longer, okay, than just getting, you know, building 10 kilometers of transmission line. Um, building the company, we're going to go through a human risk, okay, that every junior company doesn't Me- identify. Meaning, meaning what? You're going to have to grow not only your capacity in country, mm-hmm. but your capacity at the executive level. Mm. Um, I can't do everything. There will be executive growth. And we've got to make sure we bring in the key people. So if we're going to say, for instance, we're going to go into um, project finance, hopefully touch wood in, 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 in the future. Mm. And I brought on a director recently, Susie Sesselman, to she's got project finance experience. She's super on corporate governance. But that means if I was to just dump a team in a month before going to project finance, they knew nothing about the project or the timeframes, mm. you then your human risk becomes execution risk. Okay. So you've got to build your human resource in a timely fashion. So when you come need that skill set, it takes away any execution risk. We're also talking at the moment a lot about the kind of su- supply chain inflation and mm. all those sorts of associated, which which may be, people throw various words, transitory, temporary, mm. um, or as these ten- things tend to uh, do is the cost stay uh, up there. Um, you at all concerned about how you you manage that? I mean, you're walking into a PEA next year, um, um, so I guess you don't no, really have a sense of it at the no, moment. No, Brazil actually Brazil's got very high um, import tax, so they actually make a lot of their own stuff there, and we know who those manufacturers are. So, so supply to build these projects, you can actually do most of the sheet metal work in country at competitive international rates. On top of that, right? Um, we don't need any sort of funky chemical reagents to float the copper. Mm. So I don't have to worry about, do I have to import chem, you know, chemical reagents? Because it's just, for all intensive purposes, the copper floats by itself. We just need a frother. Right. So it's all those little things that can be add up. That's, yeah. It's important. It is important. And, and, and we've also, I think, talked a lot about, certainly the last two, mm. three weeks, is, which is about you know, companies having to adapt and adjust to a kind of brave new world out there. You know, not only are people talking of oh, ESG, which is yeah. obviously critical, and I, I, I'm to, the, to the point, I'm not actually quite sure most people know what they're talking about because it's they've got a different plan. Um, and obviously the green narrative, you, yes. you know, you've mentioned hydroelectric there, um, but also things like just in time versus actually yeah. having the stock. That's, that's half. actually uh, it's really interesting. One of my the best mines ever looked at was I think uh, Pusami, which mm. is an oil to Kumpu mine, and they had, what they had was I really enjoyed it. And it's, it's, uh, they integrated their logistics, so they knew what the, the say we had a, a pump, and they knew that pump had so many hours of yeah. operation. Yeah. They could actually forecast when that pump exactly. was going to fail, and they then have this a logistics schedule so just in time. They would have it. No, they have it. Like they say, there's an allowance. They'd bring it in a month before. Right. Wh- which in today's environment doesn't work. Oh, 
if it's manufactured in, in Brazil, it's not a problem. So we use okay. Brazilian manufactured equipment. We, 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 see, we're hearing something, something, something slightly different from um, Brazilian companies at the moment. We, we had a, a producer, developer, explorers mm. on. Again, different states have different. Okay, I'll take yeah. that. I, I hear what you're saying, but um, th that would have been just in time technology. Uh, right, we need this to arrive. You know, the week before, mm. the month before, just to help us. It seems now yeah. we need that in stock in case something goes horribly wrong. Otherwise, we're down two or three months. We can't yes. afford to be down two or three months. And I say importations got limitations. Manufacturing, there's that, a time that's, frame. That's right? a managing from my my perspective. That'd be yeah. a managing fault. When we were operating the mines in in Espigon, we actually had stockpiles of equipment. That's what I'm saying. We had like, we we knew yeah. we we're going to need it. And so we stockpiled it, and we if it was going to be needed in six months, we had it in two months. Doesn't mean, but it's the kind of case of balance between just in time and just in case. Yeah, that's also managing your working capital, your stay in business capital. A lot of groups don't take that into connection. Exactly. So and I, to, I, just, I, just, I just that's what I mean about this brave new world. It's like you, there's you, yeah. can, you can be ridiculous and go too far on one side and say, well, actually, we've got twenty million on our balance sheet and stuff, which. We're, we're stockpiling just in yeah. case something happens. That's nuts, clearly, versus managing your cash flow yeah, economically. Yeah, no. So it's, getting that balance is... It's very, like I said, and again, that's part of the human resource. So mm. if we're going to go into the mining situation, we're going to have, a, have to have a really good expanded financial team in Brazil mm. that are industry guys. Our team has been there. Okay, well, this, this is a team that operated a small mine, yeah. and this is going to be a large one. So we've got that base nucleus of experience in Brazil. We're not bringing people in from Chile or Peru or Brilliant. anywhere else. Let's go back to sure more of that, which is um, you've got 10 million bucks. Mm -hmm. You've told us broadly what you're going to be doing um, with uh, uh but when can we start to see more shiny things on desks from you? How are assays, um, how are assays, assays out there? We, we've actually had to change our assay protocol because right. of the high-grade gold, so much so much high-grade gold. Why is that? What's, what's the, what, it, is it more the, difficult somehow? Well, the VMS system, which is a copper gold system, yeah. uh, we're getting that with the four-acid digest, standard, not right. a problem. These high printing, over, uh, they actually truncate the VMS. They are shot through with coarse gold and it just gets, it goes into the coarse gold reject. So now we're doing a, a screen, a metallic screen fire assay. Right. So by instance, when we first looked at this, um, we thought, oh, this is, you know, that vein's going to go half a kilo per tonne. Yeah. Easy. And then we got the assay back and it was like 60 grams per tonne. I'm going, nah. So we telegraphed to the market, no, we're going to actually do specific coarse gold assaying on that. And the repeatability is important, of course. Yeah, of course. And it came back at 300 grams per tonne, so it was 200 grams off. But... Now we know that whenever we see coarse gold, we use a fire screen assay on it. Okay, that, that, that's really interesting. <laughs> we have to be dynamic. <laughs> we, it was really super. <laughs> it gives you, I mean, there's some fascinating problems that you've got ahead of you. I mean, that, that's interesting, the, 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 the high, specific high grade assaying, but you've got some fantastic problems ahead of you in terms oh. of think, simple things like tailings <laughs> and how do you treat them? And what what is there an inherent value in those at some further point down the line? And how do you how quickly do you try you accelerate your 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 um your your program? I, I'm I'm kind of oh no, our program is I told everyone go back to the yeah. release on the um when we did the option agreement things yeah. August twenty something last year, and you'll go through and there's a schedule there. Yeah, and that's the schedule I'm doing, and now okay. I'm going to allocate the capital. And build the teams or enlarge the teams yeah. to deploy that capital to meet that time frame. You know, okay. that's what we're going to do. And at the same time, we have an allowance of capital 
to go and test these other things. Yep, 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 that's there, like we did a couple of weeks ago. Now, for the high-grade gold, this is really interesting for us because we've defined it at Cabasau, okay? It was originally in the Cabasau mine that was stepped out 750 metres to the north and we've gone 550 metres to the south. The golden soil continues past where we're currently drilling. Um, it's not closed. I don't know if it's going to go how far that way and how far that mm. way, but it's it's open system. And we know that north of us, we've got another copper gold series of VMS. So I think it's northwest, I think it's about uh, maybe another four kilometres. There's another mm. sequence of VMS uh, that we're going to have to t test. But fundamentally, we have to adhere by the the option agreement and that inherent value. And when I look at this, I'm thinking, okay, look, we've now got this really super high so grade. Trend. Just, on, just in terms of that agreement, um, so it, it, you, you acquire 100% by when? Uh, the last 100%, well, having done what? Uh, the last payment is when we secure project finance. And right. that's a CapEx, it's 44 months. Okay, you, I was about to say, you, you, you're defined 20, 20, 2024, we're already getting the permits transferred into our company's name. Right. Um, we've got uh, this, I think mid this year, we're going to go through our compliance of data. That's right. the payment to yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, then we've got shares that we're going to them. And at each milestone of, say, yeah. when we do the PA, they get a payment. Um, each validation of value, they get a payment. Got it. And and, and with, with, with FID is... There's no quantum set in terms of you can make this bigger or smaller as you want, no. but it, by a certain time frame, you must have got the money in place mm -hmm. and be able to make the decision yep. to move forward. Right. Okay. So you're in. You're in. I'm just trying to work out how many. Where Where can you slip and fall over? What's What's really important about this this process? If we we actually can control the destiny, we control the schedule because within that option That's, agreement, right. we've also got. Hey, look. There's been a, a statutory delay here. Right. So we can extend out that part. Have so you we, done that yet? No, we've been meeting all our time. So. Okay. <laughs> but okay. if there's a, a like a COVID shuts down for six months, but well, some happen. some companies have called for things like that and said, but you haven't taken the opportunity to do that. You haven't needed to. No, no. We just we've, okay. We've had such good protocols. Yeah. Of working, that we've like we've achieved since our first interview this yeah, year. Yeah. We've rolled out a drill program. We've done, I think, nearly 11,000 metres of drilling, so 10% more. We've just announced we're extending it by another 15,000 metres mm. of drilling. Essentially just to complete the certification of the, uh, the historical data, mm -hmm. but just to infill that entire high-grade zone to the northwest and the one to the southeast. So um, we're kicking off our metallurgical studies. Yeah. And I brought in, basically I brought in the brain, guys that I've worked with, so I'm not taking, you know, do I know this person? Is he quantified? Is he good? So we're bringing a, a Brazilian expert on um, grinding, okay. who's worked with uh, one of our guys, with Victor. Um, our flow sheet for flotation and gravity, I'm using my guys that I've used before, and going to go with probably the Canadian group. And I mean, when you bring in the Brains Trust of Falconbridge, who did their concentrate sales and their flotation, you, you're dealing with really clever guys. So... I don't, I don't, it's important for me when I go to the market, that the people that I'm engaging to produce factual results, I know them. And so I don't have that sort of, oh, do I know this? Can I trust this person? Is there a risk yeah. there? No, I can give, put the money into this group. I know that those technicians in that flotation group have been working together for 30 years. So I can mm. get the best out of Canada. And I can say, oh, here you go. And that metallurgical study that we're doing, for instance, it'll be, I think it will be acceptable all the way up to bank or feasibility. Right. Okay. We, I've chatted to the guys and they said, well, do we have to do a pilot plan? They said, no. 
the, the, the so much data, so so much certainty in what we've got there that you can find with it. So that's okay. really positive for us. That's, that's it's fantastic. Mm. Um, okay, but I'm going to wrap it up yeah. there because you've got to get yeah. back next door, shake yeah. a few hands, shake a bit of flesh, get some people getting into Walk the market the buying their goodies. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, great to see what you've done so far this year, and I'm very excited to see what you can mm. do in a more positive gold environment next year. So. Resource, first half, PA by end of the year. Yep, that's our schedule. Get in there, get in there, get it done. Good man. Thanks. Thanks again, Matt.